Yo, what's good, everybody? Man, we are back once again. Y'all know who it is, the Crazy Boys with the Crazy Show. It is with the podcast. This is your host, Mike, one of your hosts. Other hosts is always with me. Y'all know who he is. He needs no major introduction. Corey. How's it man, going, brother? You already know what it is, man. We back. We back in here, man. We 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 live with it. We live with it. You you know what it is. And you you see the title of the show. Uh, but we're gonna expand on that a little bit. Week one recap. Uh week one college football. College football has returned in full. That's what we've been waiting on. Man, week one was all I can say is crazy, bro. That's that's really all I can say. Yeah. Um, but be- but before we get into it, we do have a guest on the show. This this man has been on here before. Y'all y'all know him. But the good thing for him now is I, I think he's opened his eyes to to see some of the things that we see, not just about his team, but also about how we feel about our team. So um, big LSU fan, the biggest LSU fan on Twitter that I know that I follow. JB, what's going on, man? <sighs> Good afternoon, man. It's it's I'm here. Just a depressed LSU fan after the the blasphemy that is taking place this weekend in California. But hey, we still stand and we still here, man. Let's let's get it. Hey man, appreciate you for coming on. Uh, yeah, we know it's we know it's tough, man. Um, after watching that game, uh, yeah, I know you were you were feeling a type of way about it. Um, but we'll we'll get to that in a second. Um, looking at week one, uh, before we go to our our individual teams, we are gonna get into that because it's a lot that we need to discuss. But looking at our Every game that happened this week, which game surprised you the most as far as the outcome or, or how it went? We'll start with JB. Um, I think I know what his answer is going to be, but JB, we'll start with you. Which game surprised you the most this, this weekend? I feel like this is going to be everybody's answer. Of course, Tulane versus Oklahoma. <laughs> that was insane. I have never in my life seen Tulane put up a fight like that against that a, a team of that caliber. That that was incredible. And it was it was amazing to watch too, honestly. Mm-hmm. Amazing to watch too. Okay, okay. Well hey. That that is true. And we're gonna we're gonna get to one of those Oklahoma players in just a second. Because I, I got some things that I need to say about him that that some people may not like. So mm-hmm. we'll we'll get we'll get to that in a second. But Corey, um what what was the game for you, man? Um, JB pretty much said what I was gonna say. I mean, Tulane, Oklahoma, Tulane, Oklahoma, because I think Oklahoma they were up, and then I turned. I'm like, okay, they're about to you know spaz out, and then I saw people on Twitter saying, you know, Tulane, you know, they trying to come back, and then that's when I started tuning in. Uh, but I I I enjoyed the the Florida State Notre Dame game last night though. I really enjoyed that. Ah, okay. Yeah, that was a good one too. Okay, okay. Um, well, I, I was going to say Florida State Notre Dame because I didn't expect that game to be that close. Um, but I'm not going to say that. I'm actually going to go 
with Iowa and Indiana. True. Iowa, Indiana, bro, Iowa scored 34 points. Mm. On in, mm. Indiana scored six. Mm. This is the same Indiana team that last year had one, arguably the best quarterback in the conference, and he got hurt. He came back this year, first game of the season. He went 14 for 31 with three interceptions. I was not expecting that. I, I really wasn't. <coughs> That's um, Pitt, what's his name? Uh, Michael Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I, I was not – I I kind of expected I would win even though I had picked uh, Indiana, but I didn't expect it to look like that. Um, but, yeah, that, that was crazy. But also, Washington losing to Montana. Oh. That was funny. That was funny. That was funny. But if any – I feel like if, if any team that would happen to it would be Washington. They so up and down just on a yearly basis, but – to see that normally they comp- they competing in the Pac twelve, so it's like, you know, Pac twelve they 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 be kind of wishy washy sometimes. You, you you never really know until it happens. The Pac twelve had a really outside of UCLA, the Pac twelve really struggled this week. Mm-hmm. Oregon yeah. extremely yeah. struggled. Oregon Oregon won by seven. Arizona lost to BYU. Cal lost to Nevada. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's some real real struggles out there, and I honestly I don't see any team that's head and shoulders above anybody in that conference. Uh, Purdue lost. Purdue beat Oregon State. Um, who else played? It's it was it was a real struggle for the Pac-12, man, and I don't see it getting getting much better. Um, didn't Stanford lose to um, Kansas State? Uh, yeah, twenty-four to seven. That's crazy. Um, so yeah, mm-hmm. UCLA, UCLA was the only team to pull out a, a victory that actually looked like they were competent out there. Um, right. But switching subjects, as we know, week one, yes, football is back, but also we've had some injuries happen. Um, I've seen at least three key players be out for the season just today. Um Michigan lost uh, Bell for the season. That uh, received oh, Ronnie Bell. Yeah, he's out for the year. Wow, um, I, I didn't know that. Ibrahim, the running back from Minnesota, he he tore his Achilles. We all saw that. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. But Chris Allen from Alabama fractured his foot. He's out for the year. Shout out Baton Rouge. And that's uh, what? And Chris Allen plays. He plays defense. Yeah, he plays de- He played defensive end. He was number okay. four. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, he got he got hurt on that sack fumble, and I didn't think he had fractured his foot, but that's that's what happened, and he's probably done for the year. Knowing him, if they make a run to the championship, he'll probably be back by by the championship game. But that's just how, for some reason, that's how they heal. I ain't gonna say nothing about that or about uh, Clemson with their backup quarterback who tore his Achilles in April and was cleared to play. But um, cough, cough. You know, uh, we're not going to speak on that. That's neither here nor there. But um, now let's get into these teams, man. Um, <sighs> most impressive looking team week one. I think we can all agree yeah. who that who that was. We don't need to say their names. Um, Just say it, bro. Say it. We, we, don't, we don't need to say it, bro. We, we really don't. Um, Just say it. We know that it was Alabama. 
Um, even though they were playing a very inferior opponent, bro, that um, team, bro, bro. Before you get to what you gonna say, bro, Miami defense. You see the difference in ACC defense and Alabama's like offense. I know it's Alabama, but you see like the difference with Miami, like. And like a big, it's like a huge difference. Like they shouldn't even have been on the field with Alabama. Yeah, it's it's. You got you. I understand fandom, being fans of a team, and and enjoying watching your team, and you want to cheer for your team. But all summer long, we we knew this was coming. Um, you can try and be positive and be optimistic about things. But when your team is outmatched, your team is just outmatched. Um, I didn't expect it to look like that early on. I thought it would be at least a little competitive. And then second half, um, Bryce Young will get into a rhythm. This man was in a rhythm from the start. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm talk- I've never seen a quarterback come in and look so poised and look like he was just out there playing at his own tempo. This man was literally walking in the pocket with no pressure around him. And he would just scramble and, and throw it to whoever he could find. And I'm like, this this dude is a – he only been on campus for two years. This year number two. Yeah. You're not supposed to look like this. Bro, to be honest, they, like the top three teams in the ACC, did, like they all lost. Supposedly yeah. the top the top three. Well other two, other than Clemson. Well, Clemson Clemson was the prohibitive favorite. Um they they definitely had the toughest matchup. If you yeah. get Georgia you get Georgia shocker, week though. one. I I don't know if it was a shocker because we knew Georgia's defense was always gonna be lights out. If if it's one yeah. thing that Kirby that Kirby always has is a dynamite defense. I did not expect both teams to struggle on offense like they did. Um, yeah. I didn't expect the only touchdown to be scored as a pick six, um, but that's that what, crazy. yeah, that's what Kirby Smart does. Um, yeah. Do you think that, they're a legit? Sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Do you? I mean, I didn't catch any of the week one action. I had so many things going on, but I do remember getting in Saturday night, and I watched every like. I couldn't believe Oklahoma kept it that freaking close um, against a unranked opponent. I mean, and I mean, just some of the games. I'm like, I mean, we all knew that Texas was going to beat, you know, their team, you know. But, um, but I tell you what, that the shocker for me was that uh, that Georgia Clemson game because I actually had Clemson beating Georgia. I didn't have. Georgia beating Clemson. Uh, I, I, that was picked, I picked Georgia to win that game because of their defense. Um, as much as I like Clemson, um, that that offense is just is just way too vanilla for me. If I got if it. those if those receivers not winning on the outside, they they really can't do anything. Okay. And that well, that's. And I think this is the... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry, I keep going. Um. And I think this is also the first time we're going to have to see Clemson without Trevor Lawrence because we're used to seeing Trevor Lawrence come in and win. 
at that level, and all of a sudden you have a quarterback who isn't he a freshman or a sophomore this year? No, he's a, he's a sophomore now, his second year. And watching the highlights of that game, where was the offensive line? They need to do a better job of protecting for this kid. But like you said, like the Miami game, I was like, was Miami playing against? I mean, was Alabama playing against themselves because all Bryce Young was doing was just like in a temple right off the bat, and I'm not expecting that from him. I'm like, oh my god! So, I'll, if the four teams that I the four teams that I would pick this year would number one be Alabama, number two, Joe probably will go to Georgia this year. As much as I do not like Georgia, number three would go to Ohio State. Number four would probably go to Penn State. Those are just like my four top teams now. It could change from week to week, but jeez. Go ahead, Corey. You have, you have a question? I was just going to ask, like, like he he pretty much said, like, this is going to be the first time, you know, we have, we've seen Clemson without Trevor Lawrence. But, yeah. like, Dabo's, his runs, like, obviously he's had two of the greatest – college quarterbacks you're ever going to see. Now, obviously, he has DJ – I don't know how to say his last name. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to try. Yeah, I'm going to just say – Just say DJ. Think, it's yeah, I'm going to just say DJ. But my thing is we're used to seeing Watson, you know, obviously how he played against Bama, Trevor Lawrence, the career he had. Like, do you think that with DJ, does he have – like, like with those two quarterbacks, Watson and Lawrence, they had the it factor. Do you think DJ has that? Because I've seen, like, some message boards from some Clemson fans. They saying, oh, uh, we, don't, we don't want no Cali QBs. We're, we're used to Georgia quarterbacks and all this. He's not mentally tough and stuff like that. I'm just, that, like, I'm just curious. That first, first of all, uh, Cali QBs have always been the standard. Like right. Cal- it's been Cali, Texas, yeah. and Georgia as really the standard of of finding great quarterback play. Um, secondly, I won't say he's not mentally tough because um, stepping in last year for Trevor against Notre Dame, he, he basically almost yeah. won won them the game. And then this this game, I, I can't really say he he looked bad, but Georgia's defense played to the level of Georgia's defense. Um, those those receivers on the outside are they're predicated on being able to get up top and make contested catches against great coverage. Georgia has some really great DBs. That defensive line is not going to let you run the football all game, um, nope. especially with with number ninety nine in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. And those linebackers have have improved a lot. They have a lot of speed on that defense. So. Um, it's it's one thing to say he doesn't have it. I think Clemson has gotten to the level of some other teams did where they they saw really great quarterback play and then they got spoiled. Um Florida fans did that as well. We're gonna we're gonna speak on that in a minute. Um but they saw really great great quarterback play from two players, um actually three in my opinion. Um starting with Taj Boyd, um, then Deshaun Watson and Trevor Lawrence, and now they expect that level from every kid that steps into the building. Every kid is not going to be Deshaun Watson. There's only one Deshaun Watson. He needs to get his legal troubles out of the way, but there's still only one 
Deshaun Watson. There's one Trevor Lawrence, um, really great quarterback, um, ran that offense really well. Um, but everybody's not going to be them. But you also expect your guys to be able to match up and, and win on the outside. And Frank Ladson, Justin Ross, those guys weren't winning their matchups. So it's not much DJ could have done differently. Um, Georgia just played a, a great game on defense and did what they needed to do to, to win the game. That's, that's two playoff teams. The score was 10-3. to 3. It's not like it was just a blowout. That's two playoff teams going at each other um, that could possibly meet up down the road again. Because and, and if we're being knows. honest, I don't, I don't think – I still don't see Clemson losing a game in, in conference play. I, I yeah, know. yeah, same, and, same. And kudos, and, and kudos to Clemson defense for keeping that a game too. Granted, yeah. granted, Ty Munkin, I don't really know what they have done all all summer and fall and all of that type of stuff because that offense is supposed to be way more explosive than what they displayed. Granted, they are going up against the Brent Venables defense, but with the speed of Jermaine Burton, you got Rosemary Saint. You know, I'm I'm thinking that I. Georgia really didn't show me that they could really hang if they end up do getting into a shootout because eventually once they get into the bulk of their schedule and play like the Floridas and stuff like that, they're going to score points. So I just don't right. see where Georgia's points are going to come from. So, right. so Rose, Rosemary played. I didn't Yeah, know, he started. Okay. So yeah, he, he started. At least you have, you have Rosemary, you have Burton. Um, I'm not going to mention that other kid that transferred from LSU. Um, <laughs> but I know, I know Pickens is out. He's going to be out for, for a while. Um, Darnell is out. I know that. Um, and I know Kiaris, uh, Kiaris didn't play much outside of, um, punt return. I think, um, he's still not fully healthy. So they're, they're missing a couple pieces, but they, they should be much better offensively. Um, I just think it was two teams with great defenses playing well, and I, I chalk it up to week one struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll they'll get better as the season goes along, but if that defense plays to that level every single week, there's nobody in the in the SEC East that's beating them. I I'm gonna just say that right now. I'm with you on that, bro. That's that's just me being me being honest. If that defense plays at that level. Week in, week out, which there's going to be some injuries. Uh, we, we hope there's not. But if they come to play like that, there's nobody in the SEC East that's, that's going to beat that team. That that defense is ridiculous. So what um, you, you've seen 11-1 with loss in the SEC Championship, the Bama type? Yeah. Okay. I, like, because, I mean, I know, like, how – what y'all said about the offense, but it's like – the only team on their schedule, like that, they really have to worry about is, is us. It's us. So it's like their offense really don't have to do much until more than likely until they get to Atlanta. I mean, against us, I mean, we know who our DC is. So it's like now <laughs> you don't really have to do much. I mean, if you got that type of defense, I mean, it'll get you by, but. You playing against Bama, then JT definitely gonna have to. What well, a whole offense actually, they are gonna have to step up their game. 
So um, I know I know a lot of people were a lot of people have high takes after week one. Um, we'll we'll come back to our our individual teams in a second. Um, but I saw a lot of, I saw a lot of high takes about North Carolina. Hmm. Um, some of them some of them granted some of them were worth it. Most of them weren't. I need people to understand North Carolina lost 2000 yard rushers, 2000 yard receivers. Everybody that played on that offense did not really play much at all last year. That's who Sam Howell was throwing the ball to. I don't think Sam played bad at all. Um, He did have some boneheaded plays at the end of the game, but there was just nobody for him to throw the ball to. And we know Virginia Tech at home with that defense is is always going to be a really tough matchup for anybody. Um, but what did, what did y'all think about quarterback play this weekend? Mm, we we but, talked about we talked about Georgia. We talked about DJ at Clemson, but just overall quarterback play this weekend. What did y'all think? It was bad, mediocre at best. I mean, Rattler he had his struggles. How obviously you know he had his struggles. I mean, he's gonna have to adjust to obviously you don't have two good running backs and receivers gotta step up now. Um who else? Uh what's my man name from Cincinnati? Uh Rit uh Desmond Riddler. Uh Ritter or whatever. Yeah, Ritter. Yeah, yeah. He played I mean, they played against Miami, Ohio, but I mean he played. He played well. Um, I mean, Bryce. He he looked poised. He looked very comfortable out there for his first start. Um, so I mean, let me see who else. The Notre Dame quarterback, uh, Jack Cohn. Yeah, Jack Cohn. He played. He actually played decent. He played good. Transferred uh, from from Wisconsin. From Wisconsin, uh, he didn't have any turnovers. I don't think. Um, yeah, he had one interception. One yeah, interception. yeah, okay, okay, one interception. But that uh, was at a hail mary at the end of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's why I forgot about it. Um, who else we got? Um, that's all. I, I mean, I liked how the two lane uh, quarterback played. I liked how he played. Okay. Okay. Why is it why is it that the young guys look better than the the guys who have been in offenses for a while? Bro, that's a good question. I don't know, but I, I feel like they just them old guys burnt out, bro. All this COVID and all that type of stuff. That that could be true. I um, just think that they burnt out, man. But speaking speaking on, on those quarterbacks, um I said I had some things to say about this kid and I Spencer Rattler is I, I I understand the hype. It's it's Oklahoma. Their their track record with quarterbacks is is it speaks for itself. But that that kid is one of the most entitled kids I've ever seen. And <laughs> he he will he will put players in terrible spots at many moments in the game. There was there was one throw 
he literally led his wide receiver into the safety. And and almost, yeah, he almost got that man killed. Um, the other throw, I, I tweeted it on my uh, on my page. He threw a, a deep pass into double coverage with a receiver running a shallow crossing route wide open underneath. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, are you not reading the defense? I I know it's Tulane, and you think. Yeah, we got better players, so maybe I could just throw it up there and make a play. But, bro, take what you can get and and move the football. I, I understand you got all this hype and everything. Um, they talking about you being a, the first quarterback taken off the board in the draft, and I don't see it. Um, but I need you to be better. Your Your team should not be out there struggling to move the football against Tulane. That that shouldn't be happening. Um, yeah, the numbers look good at the end of the day. I think he was like thirty for thirty nine or something like that. Two uh, picks, right? Yeah, but he has like an interception too, though. Yeah, that you got to be better, and that's and outside of when he played against us in the bowl game, which I I still don't think that game happened, but that's that's neither here nor there. Um, in, in big games, he has he has really had some questionable, very questionable moments. Um, honestly, I'm not I'm not touching him in the first round. I know that if I was drafting him, but um, you know he gonna get that 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 love, bro. You know he gonna get yeah, that. of course. Every we we gonna hype up many different players. Um, I still like Sam more than I like him. Um, there's there might be a few other guys, but it this quarterback class is gonna be real real light on that that guy. Okay, um, but but how much how much of this do you credit to it being week one? You know, because we didn't see just no awesome quarterback play outside of Bryce Young. You feel what I'm saying? We yeah, didn't see anything much. amazing from anybody. Yeah, so you, how much yeah. of that do you just you know, it's week one, you got the jitters, you know, First time back in the stands, you know, all like a lot of that stuff plays into how these kids play. So how much how much of it just being week one do you think that they just have to, you know, just get back in the groove and the feeling of just being in the environment, you know, feeling that type of energy, you know, just stuff like that. Yeah, some of some of it I attribute to that. Um but at at the same time, it's not the first time we've seen him do some of these things. That's true. That's um, true. But I, I do. It's week one. I understand fans yeah. in the stands. Um, plus, you got that hype coming to you. Um, so I'll I'll give him a sort of a pass. But if we see this sort of thing happen throughout the rest of the year especially once they get in the conference play, which I don't expect because it's the Big 12. There's not much defense played over there at all. Um, but if it, that trend continues, then then the questions will start. Um, but, yeah, I don't really see well, – go I'll ahead, go ahead. That, sorry. Um, I'll say this about Spencer Rattler, and, you know, I watched a bunch of YouTube videos on him. I will agree with you. I think he is the most overhyped quarterback for Oklahoma. 
Um, it wasn't. He's not like a Baker Mayfield. He's not like a, a Kyle Murray, you know, type of quarterback. You know, he's he's the type of kid that I think once he came into Oklahoma and after you know Murray, you know, went to Arizona and all that stuff, he, you know, he took over. I will say this: after watching his highlights, I really do not like the kid. I really do not. I think. A lot of times he forces the ball into double coverage. I think he does a lot of things that he shouldn't do as a quarterback. And like you said, you know, he leads his players in the wrong way. I think he needs to kind of get that under control because by week, when they face Texas here in a few weeks, that better be out of the way because Texas is going to come in and Steve Sarkeesian has revamped their defense. So if he's not careful, Texas will blow by Oklahoma and we're going to be sitting there going, and everybody's like, oh, Spencer Rudder, he's the next Heisman. I don't think he is. Like, I'm not going to predict who my Heisman pick is because it's too early in the season. I will say this. Oklahoma with Spencer Rattler, mm-mm. Next four years, mm-mm. That, that's my own. That's my opinion on it. We'll, we'll see how, how the rest of the season goes. I just – just watching that game with, with everything Tulane went through in, in the week leading up to the game, um, I understand they were going to come in with basically the city on their backs and play tough. But for you to finish the game winning by five points at home, um, I I don't know. I just I, – I think we, we talk about Oklahoma – in, in a way, well, not us, because we know right. what the story is. But the media talks about Oklahoma the way they talk, the way we talk about Alabama and Clemson's of the world, when really the media should be comparing Oklahoma to Notre Dame. Like, we talk about Notre Dame getting to the playoffs and getting killed every year. Oklahoma should be in that boat. Because, uh, they skate by the regular season every year, and then they get to the playoffs, and all of a sudden, oh well, um, no, this this team not that good. That team not that good. They've never actually been that good. They've just had really good quarterback play, so it's been covered up by a, a bad Big Twelve conference. Well, what do we need to um, Yeah. So, um, but Which let's one? get into let's get into individual team. When you put these on there. Which I know we're gonna get to. Before we get to the Florida fans, let's let's start let's start with JB since he's on here. Um JB of course, JB's an LSU fan. We we watch we watch the game. Um we, we know we know that your team struggled, JB. Um so, JB, uh, we're going to go to you real quick. What was, what was the first thing that you took away from that game? What was the first thing that really, let's, let's just put it like this. What, what grinded your gears about how your team played? They didn't play with no type of heart in the trenches, none at all. And that is 
it sucks to even think that that would be possible with everything that's going on in Louisiana. But when you watch that game and when you see just how they laid down, it just, bro, it was just, it was just so heartbreaking just to watch that. I'm talking offensive linemen getting blown off the ball. Besides the the first two drives of the game, the defensive line was getting blown off the ball. You're not playing your best guys. It's like it's I don't know, man. I just feel like I'm just living in a lie right now because you hear so much about how improved the defensive line is. You hear how the offensive line is improving, but you know it's still concerns. But the the talent that's in that offensive line, you feel like you should be able to go in. You should be able to be able to control the line of scrimmage against a Pac-12 school in UCLA. You know, it's just is is it's just crazy to even think about because this is not. LSU football. LSU football is about controlling the line of streaming. It just recently became more of this offensive aerial type of thing. LSU is not used to not being able to control the line of scrimmage and having poor linebacker play, especially when you see the guys like Pat Queen and Devin White who just came. Why is linebacker a problem? Safety. You got people like Eric Reed, Honey Badger, all them dudes who walk through them rooms and you have terrible safeties. You got a 170-pound safety that's coming out there who get concussed on the second series of the game. Why is this happening? I'm going to get to Tommy Moffitt later. But I just don't understand how this type of stuff just happens. We look slower weaker and just just not even half as interested as they was in this game. And it showed by the results. If it wasn't for Max Johnson and Kayshawn Booty, we probably would have got blown. We 100% would have got blown out. 100%. There's no other way we score. Less than 50 rushing yards in a game, 1.9 yards a carry. Why is this stuff happening? Why? I just don't understand. Yeah, I was I was going to ask you what what happened to your running game, bro? I the offensive line, man, is 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 awful. It is awful. Like I know, I know you have a quarterback with legs who can who can move. He can run a. Also have, um, a stable of running backs that you're supposed to be able to rely on, um. So it it has to be, from what I see, it has to be the offensive line. Um, and with the kids y'all have been recruiting, um, there should be no reason you can't go out west and move a Pac-12 team off the football. Exactly. Granted, I, I want to give Brad Davis a lot of credit, though, because he came here from Arkansas. None of these are his kids. That None is of them true. at all. That is so true. he's trying to work with what he got. And quite frankly, what James Craig put inside that offensive line room is just not serviceable enough, man. How do you average 1.9 yards a carry against a Pac-12 school? Mind hmm. you, they are lining up almost two, three yards behind the center. They already lining up in the backfield trying to run the ball. 
And do you wonder why UCLA is literally pushing you one yard back? Now you three yards back, and the linebacker's got a free run to the to to the running back who haven't even made it to the line of scrimmage yet. Hmm. It just don't make no sense. They sending literally sending seven people in every passing situation. Hmm. In every one, they are sending just more people than you can block. Yet we still trying to run. Mind you, they sending more people that we can block, and they sitting about eight, nine yards off the ball. Why are we running route combinations 10 to 15 yards down the field? Take what they're giving you. The only time we had success was when we was quick passing, getting the ball out, and and letting the playmakers make a play. And kudos to Keyshawn Boutique, bro. I don't, bro, you don't deserve this, bro. I'm not even going to sit up here and lie because you are too good to have to deal with that type of stuff. You should not have to put the team on your back just for them to score. You should not have to do this. You got too much talent around you. And you a real one, man, because you you doing it, and I know you're going to keep on doing it. But it's just insane to think about. It's just crazy because it all starts at the line of scrimmage. man. If you just sit back and watch this game, just literally from the opening whistle, just getting blown off the ball. Just blown off the ball. Sending blitzes. You got your your center and your left guard blocking air while two people is running right next to the left guard's hip and have a free run to the quarterback. Why is that happening? What are you looking at? Where are your eyes? It's like everything, it's almost like everything that I've heard this offseason from Coach O, it just felt like it has just been a lie, bro. Like, it's so crazy because he is literally, hey, he's <laughs> capper of the year, bro. He the capper of the year because that, that man is capping about everything he is saying. And every time we lose, m- mind you, rent, random stat, this man is five and six since the natty. So a lot of eyes are starting to open up. Well, maybe it was Joe Brady and Joe Burrow. Maybe it was David Randall. Shit, we should have kept David Randall and made him the head coach and just made Coach O the D-line coach as, or a recruiter or something like that. Like it's, it's a lot of eyes being open, man. And, and, and make, we got McNeese coming. And, and this Coach O, this is son. So if if me personally, if this game not a blowout, I don't know, man. His seat, his seat is scorching. You know, you and mind you, our new athletic director Scott Wooder, this not his guy at all. This is not his guy. So I mean, I don't think that he has he has no ties to Ed Orgeron. He already went out and got his his women's basketball coach, Miss Mulkey. He went and got Jay Johnson for uh for the baseball team. So I wouldn't be surprised if. You know, you know he, he he might start seeing if Billy Napier is interested down there in Lafayette, or or if he make a couple of drives, you know, to Oxford and, and holler at Kiffin or something. Don't be surprised. He might end up in the office in in, in Jacksonville trying to holler at Urban Meyer. What's your price? Just I don't know, man. He seems to get the guy that he wants. So we gonna see. We gonna see, man. But. <sighs> It's going to be a long season. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> it's going to be a long season, man. 
that 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 is true. Um, and you talk you talked about the offense um, as far as like taking what the defense gives you. I'm wondering why um, you look at Max and look at the way he plays quarterback. Why they believe pushing the ball downfield is his strong suit because it's not. Um, he's more effective in that short to intermediate area. Um, I understand you got the talent on the outside to push the ball downfield, but if you can get the ball out in space to your playmakers and let them make plays, that's what you should be doing. Um, especially if your offensive line is going to struggle the way they struggle, get the ball out of your hands and let your, let your playmakers make plays. Um, I don't know how many receivers y'all had played because I didn't watch the whole game. Too many. Um, I, I did see – I saw Butte, I saw uh, Palmer. I saw Brian Thomas. That kid is a physical should, a physical why, freak. Why, and why, my question is why, after this kid catches one pass for 18 yards, he does not get into the game until the third quarter? Why? Why? <laughs> Why is that happening? One catch for 18 yards. That Jack Besh, first catch goes for like, what, 17, 16. Why is he not on the field? Hmm. I understand you don't want to break the freshman in just too raw, but, man, hey, man, your job is, is, is on the line, bro. Five and five <laughs> last year. Play your best guys. And the best guys are those freshmen. That that is, yeah. it is true, man. Right. On both sides hey. of the ball, because hey, number eighteen, that that did that, that play linebacker? Oh man, y'all y'all linebackers. Oh my god, number eighteen that play line. Hey, oh, I understand he god. got the number eighteen, but he should never touch a field in an LSU jersey again. Never, <laughs> never. He should not touch it. He Bro, should not. It is. Honest, he should not touch it. Honestly, I I, I watch y'all, and I'm I'm just looking at, I'm looking at y'all play, and I'm like, what are these linebackers doing? Who no, decided they're not doing a job? That's the problem, bro. Who decided like, to put these players on the field? They're not doing their job. And 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 was and Durante Jones came here with this philosophy that nothing is a secret on the football field when it comes to defense. Okay, so if nothing is a secret, I think you should be able to, you know, relay the message that you tell them secrets on the field. Because how is your two inside linebackers, how do they see a crossing route coming? One guy signals it out, and the other guy doesn't even acknowledge him or even move or even look at him. (laughs) And that same crossing route puts them on the one-yard line, on a a third down, right in front of his face. And he just did not move. 
<laughs> what, like where where does the disconnect come in? He told you and you didn't listen. So now it's like, do you not trust what's going on? Do you not trust what's being told? Like you just deliberately just didn't listen. I'm not even. I'm not gonna say the dude name, but you just deliberately number twenty two. Though I'm gonna say that you just deliberately just did not listen to what he is telling you. You say play violent. You want to play violent. You know, I, I heard that a lot this year, too. Oh, we're going to play violent. We want to do everything as violent as possible. What violence are you causing that you are getting blown three yards off the ball? Every running play. How does a running back have 117 yards on 11 carries. Why is that happening to LSU? You got holes so big to run through for this running back that you could literally back a bus through it. Why? Because the linebacker is literally in the middle of, of his nose tackle and his defensive end not filling a filling the lane that's not even there at all. And you got the other linebacker getting punched in the mouth from a pulling guard. <laughs> and just going with him down the field. And you got a safety who can't tackle or cover. <laughs> Thank you, Georgia. <laughs> I see why y'all gave that back. <laughs> Thank you. I just don't get it. I don't get it. This type of stuff is it's just not supposed to happen. And I want to say kudos to Stingley and Elias Ricks because, bro, y'all were literally – and Mason Smith, y'all were literally the only bright spots yesterday. Granted, Stingley did, you know, give up one catch for a touchdown. Yeah, he, he, he gave up. He gave up that touchdown. Let's, we, we, he gave it up. But it, that the game was what? What was it? Thirty? It was thirty-one to twenty in the fourth. Yeah, wasn't that I fourth think, quarter? But what I what I think happened was what I think happened. He tried to strip the ball. He tried to make a play. Yeah, and he, ultimately he, he failed, and it didn't work. So now he just looks like an idiot. But other than that, you know, I I ain't gonna lie. I'm living with my playmaker trying to make a play when we already down eleven. I, okay, honestly, I didn't like the defensive call. Um. Oh, me and, neither, because he, he gave them all the leverage to the inside. Yeah, there, and there was nobody. nobody no, there, there was nobody on the opposite. There was nobody on the opposite side of the field. So nobody. I so I don't know. He if was killed was from just, the jump. Yeah, I don't know if that was a mis a miscommunication as far as the defense and what was supposed to be played, or if that was just Stingley just at the point where we were in man. He, yeah, I don't. We I don't. Man. I I think Stingley did. I honestly, I think he did pull a. Yeah, you know what. We ain't winning this game, so I let me let me try and do something. And if it don't work, hey, they score anyway, so it's not like we yeah. going down the field and scoring. So I, I think he did, which I'm not gonna be mad at him because I saw I saw my cornerback do this a couple years ago when we played against Alabama. So I mean, I'm I'm not gonna be mad about it. He's but still, you, but he's you still know, be it, a top five pick. Yeah, but you know it. it you, you, the 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 national media is going to flip yeah, out because of course of course they are but 
he's one of the last things you should be flipping out over. If anything, you should flip out over not being able to run the ball and not being able to stop the run. Uh, that should be where the the actual upset people start. Um, I just didn't expect y'all to come out there and look that bad. I, I knew I knew UCLA was going to put up a fight. This is Chip Kelly. Chip is getting his team in order. And I, I know they still have some pieces they're missing, uh, but he's almost gotten them back to the point where they're on the level of USC. And if Chip can get UCLA on the level of USC, Chip has done his job. He was an investment well worth it. Um, Dorian is going to be a really good quarterback. He's still got some stuff he needs to work on, but he's going to be a really good quarterback. And that team has confidence now. Yeah. So ain't no telling what UCLA could do in, in the Pac-12. If even, if they win the Pac-12, I would not be surprised at this point. I, yeah, I really if they win the Pac-12, that make that L look so much better. I, I really wouldn't be surprised because there's nobody in the Pac-12 that actually blew me away. Um, this weekend, so it's week one, like I said. But hey, UCLA is two and zero, man. Ain't nothing else we can we can say about that. But um, getting to our team, Corey. Mm-hmm. Um, Hold on, let me go on. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just he just want to listen. Um, Corey, I'm, I'm gonna let you go first. Tell me, tell me what you actually liked from the performance. <laughs> what I liked? Yeah, what, what did you like about the performance? <laughs> I mean, we got six sacks. <laughs> okay, okay. That's really, that's really it. I mean, I liked how we ran the ball. Um, that was expected. Um, our leader rusher uh, actually was uh, Anthony Richardson. Um, yes, yes. Passing game, eh, didn't, didn't really like it. Uh, first two drives, the first two drives were good. Um, I feel like, I feel like everything, like, far as, like, with the offense, just strictly talking about the offense right now, after the first two drives, that's when everything, you know, started to, started to go down. When Anthony Richardson, um, when he led him to the red zone and then he come out because his helmet had came off or something like that, I think. And Emery came back in there and everything went downhill after that. Uh, me personally, uh, I don't think he should have – made that switch that early in the game. I mean, I know we're playing FAU, but I don't think he should have made that switch that early um, because I feel like that pretty much was the start of everything going downhill, like I said. Uh, but um, Emery, you know, Emery, he struggled. He struggled pretty much after that. Uh it was a lot of screens. wasn't really much success throwing the ball down the field. He struggled with that. Um, his first interception was that that was that was a bad read. The second one that was bad too. When he tried to hit Wells on a deep ball. Um, none of our receivers really did anything. Uh, uh, Weston he had forty four yards. That was 
that's really it. Uh, Copeland, he didn't really get that many targets. He had one catch. Um, um, Henderson, he he didn't record a catch. Uh, he made a big punt return, though. I, I thought he was going to take that to the house. Um, Rick Wells and Weston, I mean, well, really, Wells, um, he the only one that scored uh, for the receivers. Uh, man, I'm going to just say this, bro. The O-line, I know it's FAU. The O-line, they performed decent in the passing game. Uh, I don't think he got sacked uh, at all when he was in the pocket. Um, and like I said, the running game was really a bright spot. Coming into the season, I'm pretty sure most people – Figured the running game would be our strength. Uh, Bowman got in there. I thought he was going to take on to the house at at, at one point. Uh, he had with four carries, 20 yards. Average five yards. Um, Pierce, he did okay. He averaged five yards too. Uh, Emery, 10 carries, 74 yards. But everybody, like, like the headline, it was Emery starts, Richardson shines. Now, most of the fans on Twitter that are that are you know that are Gator fans, they are obsessed with Anthony Richardson starting, and I'm just like, we really haven't seen a full display of him throwing the ball down the field. We know he's a physical freak; he can run all this, blah blah blah. I'm not gonna overreact and say Emory. Emory shouldn't be the starter. I mean, he's been there four years. I get it. He struggled his first his first start. Listen, man, it was going to be growing pains with him because we're not the same type of offense we were last year. I'm I'm hoping and praying a lot of people figured we wouldn't be. Um, so me personally, for for now, I mean, you stick with Emory. Uh, I don't think you make that switch with Anthony Richardson right now. But Mullen did come out and say, well, I read on Twitter that Anthony Richardson graded higher than Emory. And they were saying a two-quarterback system might be in play. <sighs> and defensively, uh, defensively, like I said, we got we got six sacks. I think it was six. Could have been seven. I don't know. But I think it was six. The D-line played well. Uh uh, Bogle, I like Bogle, um, but uh, Cox, man, he he gotta come on, bro. You gotta show me something, bro. Like, <sighs> he, <laughs> he gotta show me something, dog. Uh, you gotta show me something. Got to. Um, I'm gonna let you address the linebackers because I don't, I don't really want to say much about the linebackers. But what I am gonna say. Um, the opposite side of Elam, I don't – I always said this. Well, I'm pretty sure a lot of fans feel this way. I think you should just start Marshall. That's just me. Um, it's not an overreaction because I felt like this. I felt like this, you know, even when Jaden Hill was the quote-unquote starter – and I remember we had a conversation, and you was telling me if Marshall start, then we in trouble. And I was laughing. <laughs> I was laughing because 
if if he could just come in and start day one, like you said, what does, what does that say about our room? Um, one guy I did, I was kind of, you know, impressed with uh, was the Juco cornerback we had got Perkins. He played in the star, uh, the star position. I liked, I liked when he was in there. Um, safeties, um, I mean, I know Perry, Perry isn't a good quarterback. The safeties didn't really give up any deep passes, if I'm not mistaken. They kept everything in front of them, um, with the exception of the Travis play when he was in position to, to make a play, but obviously he didn't. Um, and what else? And Grantham, I mean, nothing really, like, it's kind of like nothing really stood out as much other than the, the sacks. Other, That's just it. I mean, we still were giving up, you know, little chunk plays in the running game. That has to change. And if we played a better quarterback, we more than likely – probably we would have lost that game because Perry missed a lot of throws, uh, especially deep passes. Still can't get off the field on third down um, at times. We struggled to do that. Uh, And I'm going to go back to the offense for a minute. I don't know if our receivers are struggling to create separation or Something, but man, somebody got to step up. Cope, he's supposed to be the guy this year. Uh, Henderson, you know, he's supposed to be the the, the down the field guy. I mean, come on, bro. Tight ends, where are y'all? Uh, I know it's just one game, but where are where are y'all? Uh, that's that's all I can say right now, bro. <laughs> and that was, oh, wait, that wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. I'm going to say something else, too. I'm going to say something else, too. Our fans, I understand, you know, first game, everybody's excited. Everyone's excited to get back into college football for, you know, most teams. Um, Look, man, the overreactions, it's got to stop. They have got to stop. Like, they have got to stop. Like, I understand if your team lost and you want to, you know, you want to address some things. I I get that part. But I'm just strictly talking about our fan base. Our fan base overreacts to a lot. They really over – because it's like I don't have a problem with with people saying Anthony Richardson is the more talented guy we know – we know how talented he is. Obviously, I feel like he has a higher ceiling. But it's kind of like I feel when they're both in, like when they both played and it showed game one Saturday, you clearly see that most of the plays for Anthony Richardson are running plays. He threw the ball, what, eight times? And uh, he was I don't in. Know. Yeah, he threw the ball eight times. He was three or eight, 40 yards. Yeah. And, I mean, he was in that game for, you know, a good chunk of that game. So, and all he did was, I mean, yeah, he made some good splash plays, some highlights. But what is that going to get us when it matters? I'm not saying, you know, Emory played perfect, but I'm just saying, like, you can just tell, like, Emory has – you can just tell Mullen is more, how can I say, he's leaning on Emory's experience with the playbook. 
because obviously he's letting them throw. And I feel like Emory, he has to work on his reads. That's one of the things that he, he struggled with that. But, I mean, that's all I'm going to say. That was that was a lot, bro. That was that was a lot. You, you got it. You got in that, man. You got in. That. Yeah, cause I I'm not I'm not gonna tweet it, bro. I'm cause a lot of fans like tweeting how they feel, bro. I'm gonna just address it how I can. <laughs> um. Uh. Well, I guess it's my turn. I'm trying to keep it short. Uh, first of all, um, Emory had some good good moments. Some some not so good. The first interception was really bad. Um, yes, yes. That that was really bad. I have no idea what that was. Um, that was terrible. I, but I, I, I'll chalk it up to something else. I'll get on that in a minute. The second one, I don't know. That was supposed to be a shot play. I don't know if the, the guy he wanted to throw the ball to was double covered. I think he was. And I think he ended up just throwing it up and trying to see if – uh, Rick Wells can make a play, which is never a good idea to throw to Rick Wells. Um, uh, I mean, Anthony, Anthony Richardson, uh, I like the kid, man. I, I did not know he was that fast. I, I really did not. Um, uh, he's, he's definitely a physical freak, uh, 6'4", 240. You don't find those. He he has a good throwing motion, I will say that. Um, he needs to grow throwing the football, but that's going to come in time. Um, I don't think we should make a quarterback change. Um, but there's some stuff that both guys can do that the other can't. Um, the running game was really good. Um, quarterbacks ran the ball really well. Malik Davis ran the ball really well. Mm-hmm. Um, when uh, when Bowman got a shot, he ran the ball really well. Um, Pierce didn't get many touches, but we're going to have to count on him to run the football. Um, the receivers were not great. Um like you said, there needs to be somebody to step up in that room. I don't know if it's gonna be uh if it's gonna be Cope yet. Um I know that's who Emory has the, the most confidence in at the moment. Um but everybody else I'm not sure who he really trusts yet. Um I know he does not have a great connection with fourteen. I don't like fourteen starting in the slot anyway. Um but that connection is not really good. Emery missed him. He threw the ball behind him one time. Uh, 14 dropped the pass over the middle on one play. Um, so I'm not sold on that. Shorter didn't do much. Um, he looks slow. Um, mm-hmm. We didn't see much of uh, Henderson on offense at all, if he even did. Um, Weston made a couple of nice catches. He he has to have better field awareness because on some plays there was one play down by the goal line he should have scored on, uh, but he looked lost when he caught the ball. So I, I don't <laughs> I don't really know what's going on there, but um, maybe he can get that fixed up. Um, offensive line played pretty well against the overmatched opponent. Um, it's probably going to look like that again this week. 
Um, now week week three, I'm I'm a little concerned, especially with the the right tackle, um, but also left tackle. No matter where um, number thirty one lines up, he's going to cause some problems. Um, it gives us a little bit of breathing room because of the injury to Chris, but I'm not sure who else steps up for Alabama in that spot. Uh, it's probably going to be Byron Young or um, LeBron Ray. Um, but still, offensive line looked pretty good. We should have a little bit more movement against that type of opponent, but it's, it's game one, so I'll chalk it up to that. Now, defensively, I have questions. That's uh, what I've been waiting on. I'm, I know it's week one. I don't want to overreact. But first thing that stood out to me was number one still looks like number one. And I, <laughs> I, I, um, I'm at the point where I just do not like the kid. I, I really don't. Until he shows me something. I'm not going to give him any height. I'm not going to give him any credit. He's still letting uh, running backs get to his outside shoulder. He's not containing the edge. Um, He's getting into the backfield and losing contain on the quarterback. And those are just simple mistakes you can't have. Um, Now, on the flip side, number six is probably going to be an Um, Mm All-American. I I have those high hopes for, for Zach Carter. Um, the rest of the D-line, I'm a little worried. Um, we're going to be better against the run once Desmond Watson gets in shape. Um, but my D-tackles didn't cause as much havoc as I thought they would. There was a lot of running room out there, and we rotated at least, what, five guys? Uh, Newkirk. Um, the other guy who transferred in, uh, Truesdale played, Watson played, and Gervin played. And we still look a little uneasy against that running game, which we should not be. We should not be struggling to stop um, that running game. Um, I don't know how we're going to fix it, but we got to get that fixed. Uh, linebackers... Uh, I'm I'm just ready for new guys. I'm 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 really ready for new guys. Um Bro, two is, two he, is didn't look, he didn't look he didn't look terrible. Two is he terrible. Look, he doesn't look bad, but against a terrible. better against a better team, that's not gonna cut it. Um Yeah, Ventrell didn't look bad, but yeah, he needs to improve. I don't see the first round height from him. Bernie should not be playing at all. I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm that done dude with that. Is terrible, bro. I, I'm done with that. Um <laughs> I I don't care. I don't care who it is that you put out there. Just I I'm tired of seeing him. If you want to put Moon at inside linebacker, I don't care. But I don't want to see I don't want to see number 2. I really don't. Um Hopper was my, out there too. Yeah, Hopper Hopper had a few moments. I saw he made a couple tackles. Um I want to see more. As far as my secondary goes, mm. um, Elam gave up a couple catches, but nothing major. I'm uh, not really concerned with him at the moment. Uh, Helm, first game, 
and I think I think this is he played a couple games last year, but not really any true action. First game starting since I believe his junior year of high school. I think he got hurt his senior year. So um first game starting, he did let a couple receivers get behind him. Better quarterbacks make better throws and he's in trouble. Uh, but he looked to be in position most of the time. So um, we'll see how that works down the line. His recovery speed is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. He needs to get better at the technical parts, but that's going to come with time. Marshall, I want to see more, but I also need him to learn that you can't be physical when the ball's in the air. You will mm-hmm. get penalized all the time. And he he has to learn that before he's ready to be a starter. Um, but he's a freshman. He's going to grow. Not really worried about that. Um, Blades did play. He had a penalty, grabbed the face mask, stupid play. Um, not really going to count on him to do much. I, I think he's just a depth piece. Uh, Perkins, he did have a boneheaded play out of bounds. But other than that, he was he was okay. Um, I don't know if he's going to be rotating in at star much at all, um, but we might have to find somebody else to play that star position because I'm not. It's going to be. It's got to be him, bro. Because who else? I mean, DeWan. No comment on that one. Um, That's no, it's the- just. It's just no comment on that one because I don't know if the coaches are ready to put him on the field yet. It's a lot that he has to get better at before they want to put him on the field. Um, As far as Travez goes, it's not even the the catch that he gave up that I'm really worried about. He was out of position quite a few times. Um, And, of course, it's going to come with playing more. But as the season goes on, he's going to play better opponents. And – they're going to test him because teams are going to look at us and be like, we don't want to test Elam, even though we can. We don't want to. Why don't we test the guy on the opposite side or test the middle of the field? Um, so Trevez is going to have to step up and make plays. Um, nothing real big from any of the safeties. I know uh, Mordecai came up, made a couple tackles. He was the starter, actually which I'm really happy about. Um, it was him and who was it? John, who's number? Yeah, Rashad Torrance. I couldn't remember his name, number 22. Um, he played, it looked like he was playing free safety, and he didn't really have much action to worry about either. Um, one thing I don't think we're going to have to worry about with our safeties anymore is them coming up and wanting to tackle. Um, all those guys look like they want to make tackles, and I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, but we got to be better. It was it was FAU first game of the season. We 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 had good moments up front, but we also had some some bad moments, um, some boneheaded plays. But it was week one. Um, but Emory Jones has to be better. We know he's going to get better. Um, this is the same kid we saw step in against Auburn and make a couple plays. Um. I'm not really worried about him. He just needed needs experience. Um, I will say this. As the season goes on, I do not want to see a rotation of 30 players on offense. 
pick pick your best guys, put them on the field, and go make plays. There's no reason we should be rotating eight receivers throughout the game. We shouldn't be rotating four running backs um, because it just takes everything out of rhythm. Um, if you're going to go with Malik, Pierce, and Bowman, that should be your three guys. Roll with that. Um, there's no need for eight receivers, eight to ten receivers to be playing every game. Find your five best guys, put them five or six best guys, put them on the field. It messes up your quarterbacks because different guys require different throws, um, different ball placements, and it's, it's just a lot to try to get through. And also when you're rotating quarterbacks, it takes quarterbacks out of rhythm. Um, I agree with you. I didn't like giving Anthony Richardson that drive early in the game when Emory had already led two touchdown drives um, for your team. He was moving the ball well. Let him keep him in the game. Let him keep going. He has the hot hand. Maybe you <laughs> score one or two more touchdowns. And then by halftime, then you make the switch and say, let's go with Ant, see what he can do. And if he struggles, we go back to Emory. If not, we just keep playing him and, and see how it goes. I don't like switching in between drives. I never did. Um, I just think it takes one quarterback out of rhythm when they're actually playing well. Right. Um, one mean, thing I one thing I don't like from my fan base though. Before I let you talk, and I know we don't have much time left. One thing I don't like is fans piling on the kid. It's his first college start. Yes, he made some bad plays. He he still has some good moments. Um, the the quarterback draw on the goal line was weird, but I think that was more a miscommunication. Um, but the fact that y'all call this man John Brantley after one game um, is really disappointing. Um, and I, people throwing subtle shots be like, this is what y'all wanted to play over trash, this, that, and the other. I don't think anybody said that. If they did, then that was on them. I know we didn't say it. I wanted The only game I wanted him to finish was the Auburn game because I think he had a hot hand um, going into halftime. I wanted to see him play the rest of the game. Bro, Trask is not here anymore. And we said the same thing last year when y'all were piling on Felipe. Felipe wasn't there no more. They're gone now, man. They're gone. We have new players on the team. New guys are going to step up. Don't go on on Twitter and whatever else and just keep piling on the kid just because he didn't play the way you thought he should have played. There's going to be some growing pains. Yes, he looked looked uncomfortable at times. It's game one. If this was game 10, then I I could understand that. This is game one. It's his first start. Yes, he's played in games before, but never never of this magnitude. Just a few weeks ago, y'all were talking about him making that jump and possibly being a quarterback that gets drafted this year. Just a couple weeks ago, y'all was posting videos saying this is what college football is going to have to deal with with Emory Jones this year. Now, all of a sudden, week one gets here. Now, oh, well, he should be benched. That's, that's, that's how our fans are, bro. That's, that's yep. how they are. Y'all, y'all flip the switch real quick when when players don't play like who you think he should play like. 
his game was never going to be like Kyle Trask's game. Never. He's not going to play the game the same way because he's a different type of quarterback. Can we actually let the kid make mistakes and let him grow before we just say, oh, he's a bust? He shouldn't be playing. I feel I feel like Mullen has to – like he didn't – yeah, the screen, the screen plays, yeah, that's cool, but – I feel like he didn't get him outside the pocket enough, like on a like on a run. Well, I feel like he's probably a little more comfortable. Yeah, we went. It was it was a vanilla game plan. I understand that. It's it's FAU. You got um, USF this week. It's going to be vanilla. You're trying to keep some stuff close to the vest because you got Bama week three. I understand that. He made some boneheaded plays that he shouldn't have made. If anybody knows that, it's him. He knows some of those plays he shouldn't have made, and he's going to grow from them. He's going to go back, watch film, and he's going to be back, and he's going to be better. We know that. But for y'all to turn on him after week one, when all summer long y'all have been talking about, oh, he's QB1 now, uh, possibly the best quarterback in in the conference, this, that, and the other. Um, He's going to get drafted. If somebody's a dark horse Heisman contender, it's him. That's all we've been seeing all summer long. And then week one gets here, and now all of a sudden, oh, he sucks. He's a bust. Uh, start ant, this, that, and the other. Come on, man. Y'all, y'all, better, y'all better than this. Let that's me like, – let me. That's, my, like my, North my, Car- my that's, like, that's like North Carolina fans saying, oh, well, Sam, um, yeah, he played bad. We should start the backup now. No. That's That's stupid. That's like that's like Florida State fans last night. Travis J got hurt. He wasn't playing bad. He had his moments where he looked good, and he had some moments where he looked bad. That's ups and downs of playing quarterback. McKenzie came in. He played well. Now, all of a sudden, they're saying, oh, well, if McKenzie played, we would have won. You don't know that. You don't. It's an overreaction to a small sample size between two players who – Really, honestly, that quarterback competition was close. So you couldn't have gone wrong with either one. You don't know who would have played better in the moment. Yeah, McKenzie came in. He looked decent. There were also some moments where he he looked a little confused on what was going on. That's what's going to happen. It's football. You're going to have ups and downs. But don't trash on a kid just because he's not playing as good as you think he should play. It's week one. Let's yeah. calm down. Calm down a little bit. Let's let the season play out. Now, if it's if it was week seven, eight, and these things were still happening, then we can have that discussion. But it's week one. It's only going to get tougher from here. You got Alabama. You got LSU. You got Georgia all on the schedule. If he's playing like that later on in the year, then then you can start bringing up those conversations. But it's week one, man. And this, me, is from, this is from the one of the people that didn't like when people were saying Kyle Trash should be playing over Franks because if he should have, that's who Mullen would have picked. That's my that's my whole thing. We blame the kids for, for going on the field and playing, but y'all don't blame the coaches who are actually putting them out there. We we gotta remember Emory was the first quarterback Dan Mullen handpicked. So this is his guy, apparently. If if he didn't want him out there, he shouldn't have put him out there. 
he could have put Trask on the field ahead of Franks, but he put Franks on the field and gave him a chance. It's it's the coach's decision, bro. Like, don't don't go out there and trash the kid when it's the coach that puts him out there. That's that's all I'm gonna say. If you want to have anything to say about that, go to go directly to Mullen and be like, hey, maybe you should play Ant. And guess what he's gonna tell you? Maybe you should get out of my face because I don't care what your opinion is. <laughs> like. Mm-hmm. That's what he. That's what he's gonna tell you because he said it in one of the interviews. Um, I don't know if that was after the game or during halftime. He was like, "No, we're not gonna make a change. We're not gonna give up on Emory just because he's not playing very well." Um, so yeah, man, it's just it's week one. I'm not gonna overreact to anything outside of a couple players who I don't like. Um, number two on defense. Um, number one on defense. Um, we we got to grow. We're still a young team. We got a lot of moving parts. But you got one more week to get it together before that that animal comes into town. I was I was just going to say this. I was going to ask you this. Um yeah, Emery's been there 4 years and this is first year starting. Do you think like people, when people hear, okay, he's been there four years, he should have experience. But, and he's been in like games here and there, not like a full display, obviously, but like a few plays here and there. Do you think that's kind of like overrated in a sense to where he's been there four years, but he hasn't really played like, He's pretty much been on the sideline for most of his career, and yeah, people true. are ex- people are expecting him to just automatically have ex- have in game experience. Like, isn't there like a difference between like if if I've been at school for three years, well, four years, and my senior year, and three of those years I've been, you know, I haven't seen the field or whatever. It's just an example. In my senior year, uh. I'm on the field because I was behind a bunch of good guys. Are you expecting me to have like experience just because I've been there for that long, but I haven't actually played? I'm a, I'm expecting you to have experience as far as knowing the playbook and knowing yeah, what's expected. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But Stuff I'm not. Like that, yeah. I'm not expecting you to go out on the field and put up four thousand yards, thirty-five touchdowns. No, I'm not. I'm not expecting you to do that because good experience comes from actually playing. He's played in 25 games, but in 23 of those, it's only been to run the football, and he's maybe thrown maybe one or two attempts in in those games. It's his first year as the starter. First game as a starter. First game he started since high school. He was going to struggle no matter what. Real experience comes from actually playing in the game. Um, and it's different for you when you're at a backup and you come in to give somebody a break or somebody gets hurt because there's really not that much pressure on you. Yeah, there's pressure as far as you coming into the game and being able to execute. But it's not the same pressure as when you're in your first start uh, with every all eyes on you and you're expected to follow up in the footsteps of a great quarterback. You're going to struggle. And there's a lot of expectations put on Emory Jones that he did not put on himself. He does expect himself to be great. 
you wouldn't be playing quarterback in, in college football if you don't expect yourself to be great. But I think we just like we have been spoiled, just like Clemson fans got spoiled, um, just like LSU fans got spoiled into thinking every quarterback is going to look like the guys that came before him that played well. Right? They're not. They are not. Every quarterback is not that is not built the same way. So we need to stop putting unwanted expect unneeded um, expectations and pressure on guys who haven't really shown anything just yet. He's going to grow. He's going to have struggles. That's part of playing the game. That's part of being a quarterback. But he's going to get better. The same way Kyle Trask got better. The same way Felipe Franks got better. He's going to get better. He needs time to get better. It's week one. He's played one game as a starter. Give him time. So, so we, we don't have much time left, but before we close this out, um, I want to look at a few of the games this week. We're going to try to get some picks in. Also, this is week one of NFL as well. Mm. So we're going to go through those games as well. But looking at this week's slate of games, week two, uh, probably the biggest game on the slate is Oregon-Ohio State. Um, I know who I'm taking in that game. Who are you taking? I got Ohio State. Me as well. I do have Ohio State. Um, Oregon needs to show me something. I love Kayvon. Kayvon is an animal. Um, Bro. They're, they're going to come out and play well, but, man, that, that Ohio State team is, man, they are loaded. Offensively, they're they're like the they the sky is the limit. I'm glad you said offensively because defensively, man, yeah, I have no I have no idea <laughs> what that secondary practices. But bro, that that secondary is not good at all. It's really not. It's not. So I, yeah, but I do have Ohio State winning that game. Um, going down the line here, you got Pittsburgh and Tennessee. Who are you taking in that one? Wow. That is a odd matchup. Um, Pittsburgh, Tennessee. Pittsburgh, Tennessee. <laughs> that is a odd matchup, my brother. Uh, it, it is. It definitely is. Tennessee, new quarterback, Milton. Um, I'm taking Pittsburgh. I've already made my. Pick. I'm. I was low key leaning towards Pittsburgh, but Tennessee. I mean, I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a. I'm gonna pick uh, Pittsburgh. I'm gonna pick Pittsburgh. Okay. Okay. Um, going continuing down the line. Um, Texas A&M goes to Colorado. I like. Ooh, they go. Here's the thing with that. A lot of people didn't really check out the A&M game, but they struggled that first half, obviously, with a new quarterback. Yeah, that new quarterback. Once again, yeah, new, new quarterback. quarterback. Uh, I think he's a freshman, right? Yeah. I think he's a, a redshirt so, freshman, I believe. Okay, something like that. Um, yeah, first start. Once again, another quarterback in their first start. I like A&M, but 
I think early they'll they'll it'll be competitive early. I like I like A&M, I like A and M, but I think it's going to be a, a a very close game. I don't think it's going to be a blowout at all. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a close game. All right, so now you've got the in-state rivalry, uh, Iowa and Iowa State. Iowa and Iowa State. <laughs> Iowa and Iowa State. Mm. Um, I'm going to take Iowa. Look at you stealing my picks, man. I'm, I'm going to take, take Iowa. Iowa I'm taking Iowa, too. Iowa State, Iowa. they struggled. They struggled. They, uh, yeah, they played earlier, uh, too. They played Northern Iowa. I think they won, what, 16 to 10 or something like that. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm going with Iowa as well. Um, ooh, this is this is a good one. I can't wait to hear this. Miami is playing Appalachian State. Who you going? With? <laughs> who oh, are you taking? On the spot. Who, on the spot. who are you taking, Corey? Um, man, I can't believe. I can't believe. I can't believe. Who are you taking, Corey? Uh, <laughs> man, 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 man. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Miami in a close one. <laughs> in a in a close one. I mean, like a close one. I just feel like this is the thing with Miami. When they play teams like. When they play the Clemsons, obviously they, they played Alabama. They got smacked. When they play those type of teams, you see how much of a big gap it is. But when they play teams like within their conference that are like rated below, you see, you see, you know, what they are. Like they're not a elite team at all. Average team at best to me. Um, I feel like, I do feel like Appalachian State is going to move the ball on them. Um, their quarterback is isn't he? He played at Clemson, I think. Didn't yeah, he? their quarter yeah. their quarterback is uh Chase Bryce. Bryce, yeah, he played at Clemson. Um, so he he's experienced. He's a senior. Um, I do think it's like I said, it's gonna be a close game, but I feel like Miami. I feel like Miami will make a, a few more extra plays than uh Appalachian State, but I would not be surprised if App State wins. Um, but like I was saying, bro, I ain't even finished. When they play teams that are just elite, you see how big of a gap it is. And everybody always wants to, they want Miami to be back so bad. They look at the name on the jerseys and assume, okay, they got talent. They recruiting all this, bro. This is like, no, no. De'Aaron King cannot throw. If he's not, if he, if he's not running, like bro, that Alabama game is that is the reason why I feel how I feel about them. I mean, I know it's Alabama. Yes, I, I get that part. But even Clemson last year, you see, you just see why they are what they are. At best, they're probably what a eight and fourteen, nine and three team. And, like, that's in the ACC. If they were in a conference like the SEC, they would not be with the 
with the with the I ain't even gonna say Alabama, the Georgias, the 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 Floridas, the you know um, LSU. Even though you know they got beat, but I, LSU, A and M, Auburn, um. So I mean, it's 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 yeah, it's I like Miami though in a uh, in a close one. <laughs> I'm I'm actually gonna go with App State. I'm I'm going with App State for the the for the, for I, the upset. I don't even know if you could call it an upset because I think they're they're I think they're evenly matched, honestly. Um, and App State is gonna come in with all the confidence in the world. They know they can compete, and they're gonna try to they're gonna try to win that game. And I wouldn't be surprised if they do win it. Um, so that's a look at the some of the bigger games on that slate. No, not many big week two matchups. Week three is when everything is going to pick up. Um, but like we said, we do know this is week one of the NFL as well. Uh, so looking at week one, I think it, get kicked, it gets kicked off on Thursday, right? The Bucks, uh, uh, in, in yeah, Dallas, the Bucks right? playing the Cowboys. Who you got in that game? I got the Bucks. Okay, I, I think I'm gonna go with the Bucks as well. Uh, I just don't like that that Cowboys defense at all. Uh, I, that's one of the worst defenses ever. Um, all right, so we switch over to Sunday. We're gonna go through every game and make some picks. Uh, we're gonna do this every week, so you might as well get ready. Uh, first first game on the slate: Eagles and Falcons. Who you got? Um, terrible game, awful game. Yeah, that is, that is a terrible game. Um, Eagles and Falcons. Um, man, that is a bad game. <laughs> Eagles <laughs> and the Falcons. Uh, I, I like. You know what? Is it? It's at Atlanta. Yeah, I like Atlanta. <laughs> You still, you stole my I, pick, bro. I like Atlanta. I, I was gonna say Philly, but I'm trying to figure. I was trying to think. With I, I like it. I like you Atlanta. stole my pick, but I'm I'm going with the Falcons in that one. Um, Steelers at Bills. Ooh, Bills. I'm I'm going with the Bills too. All right, uh, Vikings at Bengals. Vikings. <laughs> I'm going with the Vikings as well. <laughs> yeah. well I, don't yeah. even, I don't even like the Vikings, but I'm going to take the Vikings. Um, <laughs> 49, 49ers at Detroit. 40, oh, 49ers. Yeah, I'm, I'm taking the 49ers as well. This is going to be a good – this is going to be a really good game, I believe. Cardinals at Titans. Mm, Titans. <laughs> Me too. I got the Titans. All right. Seahawks at the Colts. Seahawks. Yeah, I gotta go with Seattle. I I I can't trust Carson Wentz at all. This might end up being top three game of the weekend. Chargers at Washington. Chargers at Washington. Ooh. 
Washington defense filthy, but Chargers offense, I think, gonna be really good. Um, I like the Chargers. <laughs> I like the Chargers. Here's where we differ. I like Washington to get right, the Washington. Win. Yeah, I like Washington. Here we go. This is the one I've been waiting for. Jets at Panthers. J E T S. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking amen, about. Amen. 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 This 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 listen. This has to be the game where I know it's Zach's first game, like professionally, like officially, because he played in preseason. This has to be the game where he he has to show why he's the QB of the New York Jets. I understand it might it may be some mistakes here and there because this is his first game. But he cannot have a bad game and they cannot win. Now if he has a good game and we lose, then okay. I don't have no problems. But he has listen, a win for me really is him performing well. In like just him performing well. Because he cannot perform bad. And the Panthers win, and Sam Donald just looks like a way different quarterback than what we've seen over the few years. I, Zach I like Wilson, that. yeah, Zach Wilson, he has to play well. Has to. You don't have to go, like, absolute crazy, but just please play well. Please. Is um Elijah Moore, he back, right? Yeah, Elijah's back. Uh, Crowder, Crowder might be out. Okay. Uh, yeah, but um, – I, I I like us, man. I I like us over the Panthers. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough one. It's gonna be a tough one because because um I don't I don't know like I don't have any faith in our corners. I mean I want Bryce Hall to you know to to ascend, but I mean we just released uh, Austin. Yeah. So I, I mean I, surprising. Uh, but they they got weapons, man. Um, McCaffrey back, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough on our defense, but I, I still got us getting a win. Um, this is gonna be a, a horrible game to watch. Uh, Jaguars at Texans. Oh my God! Oh, I just had to think for a minute, and they're not playing Watson either. No, uh, Tyrod Taylor is playing. Uh, I'm gonna say Jags. Yeah, I, I, I'm gonna go with Trevor getting his first win in his first game. I just hope he doesn't get killed. I really do. Uh, this may I think this is gonna be the best game of the weekend. Browns at Chiefs. Browns at Chiefs. Um, like. Whenever somebody asks me, like I've never won against the Chiefs, I'm I'm always gonna pick the Chiefs. I'm I, I'm gonna always pick them. I don't care who they playing. I'm gonna pick them. I I I'm picking the Chiefs too. But man, that Browns team is loaded. Bro. Yeah, they, the Browns team is loaded. It is loaded. But I bro, just, I just can't I can't go against my homes. I I even picked them in the Super Bowl. I, I know they lost. I, I, can, but, I can't bro, either. It's just something about watching that team. It's just it's. Honestly, but for me, the biggest thing for watching the Chiefs this week, I want to see if Antonio Callaway plays. That's they brought him, they brought him back. Did they release him? 
I thought I thought they did. Oh well, I, I haven't really been keeping up. Yeah. If they did, that sucks. Uh, I hope they put him on a practice squad at least, because um, he needs another chance, man. He got to get it together. He's way way too talented to not be playing football for somebody. Yeah, um, he. I think he had got hurt or something, and they released him. Um, but yeah, he yeah he did um, get released. I don't know if that's the reason, but I know they said he was hurt. Okay, yeah, it does say he a free agent. Dang, I was I was hoping they brought him back. Uh, okay, yeah, he did get hurt. Um, a bone bruise in his knee. Okay, yeah, so he's yeah. not there. Man, yeah, bro. This yes. just a, this, whenever we do this and you ask me to Chiefs or such and such, just know um, you don't even got to ask because I'm not picking against the Chiefs. But I will say this. They have Kelsey and Hill and obviously Hartman. I feel like they're, like they're missing. They have down the field receivers. They're missing. And it's funny I'm saying this because they have everything you could want. I feel like they're missing like a like a possession receiver, but they have Kelsey. He kind of makes up for it, but they're missing a like a possession receiver. They're missing a number two. Hardman is a is a number three. Yeah, yeah. They're missing. They're missing a, they're, they're, they treat Travis Kelsey as their number two, but I'm talking a true number two wide receiver, not a right a tight end acting as your number two guy, but a number two wide receiver. Is so, continuing on, Dolphins at Patriots. Dolphins at Patriots. Dolphins at Patriots. Um, hmm. That's a that's a that's a odd matchup. I don't like either one of these teams. Um. Let's see, <laughs> Mac Jones, new starter. Two, two are starting, right? For, for the yeah, Dolphins. two, two are starting. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with the Patriots. Okay, okay. I am going with the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the Dolphins. I'm going with the Dolphins to win that game, man. Um, let's see. We got four more games. Uh. <laughs> Packers at Saints. <laughs> hey, bro. I'm gonna, mm-hmm. I'm, listen, listen. I'm going <laughs> to say this. Shout out to the Saints fans. I'm picking the Packers. I'm picking the Packers. <laughs> but but I'm going to say this, bro. I'm going to say this. Uh, Even though he went to Florida State, and, you know, he's, you know, the, the 30 interceptions or the jokes when he makes, you know, when he work out funny and all that other stuff, I'm gonna like I will stand by this, and it's not really a, a bold statement. I feel like Jameis Winston. Well, to some people, it's gonna be bold. Wait, I feel like he's going to have a good year, a great year. Okay, I don't think it's I, bold. I think it's gonna I, yeah. be. It's going to yeah. be Jameis. I think he's going to play well because uh, this is the best coach he's had since he left Florida State. Um, yes, yes. 
And also, he got his eyes fixed. So shout out to that. Yeah. And Lost weight. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna look well um, as long as he relies on Alvin Kamara as much as possible. He'll be fine. Now they still need to get oh. that div- that diva wide receiver back. Why but, do they not go after receivers? Uh, I they, like they, I like. I like Callaway though. I like Callaway. I mean, I they just like him in college, but I like Callaway. Yeah, they they just trust they trust their room, bro. They and Sean Payton is an arrogant person. That's just him. Um, oh, another but mother. Okay. They're they're not. Yeah, he's he's they're basically the same person, um, except one has the Super Bowl. Um, but yeah. I'm I'm picking the Packers too. Um, a Rod back, Devontae back. Aaron Jones back. Yeah, I'm taking the Packers. Even though it's in the dome, I like A Rod to get the dub. Um Broncos at Giants. Wow. The Giants, the quarterback stinks. <laughs> but the I mean I'm a I'm gonna pick the Broncos. That is a good pick because that's who I'm taking as well. Um, Bears at Rams Sunday night football. That's should be an easy pick. Wait, wait, hold on now. Bears at Rams. Yeah, you you going with the Rams? Yes, easily. Man, if if Fields was starting, I would be a little yes, bit more yes, confident. Yes, yes, in, yeah, I, I would be a little that. bit more confident in the Bears, but I'm not. I'm not taking the Bears to beat the Rams. I'm a, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go with the Rams. I'm gonna go with the Rams. But that Bears defense still still is good though. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good. But Stafford, hopefully he's he's gotten it together. But I still like that that Rams defense best, probably the best in football. If we're being honest. Um. And last game, the Monday night game. I, I don't know why they picked this game to be Monday night, but uh, Ravens at Raiders. Ravens. Honestly, I I, I don't want to pick the I don't want to pick the Raiders. Um, the Ravens are going to be hurt losing J.K. Dobbins, and their receivers are still not very good. But it's Lamar Jackson, so I can't really pick against him. That's that's right. my guy right there. So, hey man, that was that was the picks right there. Um, we picked some college football games as well. Um, like we said, man, we'll be back every week bringing y'all this same content. Um, new shows on the horizon. Y'all be on the lookout. Um, we're working on a lot of stuff, a lot of moving parts, all at the same time. But don't worry, we're still gonna be the same people. It is for the podcast. So it's time for us to head on out. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. Um, looking forward to week two, man. Uh, we traveling down to Tampa to play USF this weekend. So hopefully we come out and look better than we did week one. That's all 40, I got to say. 40 points or more. That's what I want. I would not be upset with that. But it's time for us to head out for Corey. This is Mike. It is for the podcast. Y'all know what it is. We will catch y'all next week. Yes, sir.